The Sloppy Sorting Hat is a podcast that includes adult language and content, as well as spoilers from your favorite TV shows, movies, and books. It is also a zero-budget production that may sometimes have weird audio quirks. You have been warned, and this is your last warning. Welcome to The Sloppy Sorting Hat. This is a podcast where we sort characters from our favorite movies, books, and TV shows, but because the hat and we are a little sloppy, we're most likely going to get it wrong. We made it. This is episode 15 in our season one finale. For the first time ever on the podcast, we're all in the same room, playing games, having weird discussions, and getting sloppy. So obviously, for our season one finale, we had to head back to Hogwarts to sort some more characters from, wait, what's that book that we all like again? Ooh, uh, <laughs> Perry Hotter... <laughs> And the Boblet Games. Games. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get back to Hogwarts, but first, copyright Julie Chen, we need to get sloppy. Ready, Fred? Ready, George. Awesome, up. So, Amanda, start us off. So, for this episode's Better Beer segment, I am drinking High Hazy Ho, and this is the better beer of choice for all of those times Harry gets knocked out during those Quidditch matches, and he's feeling just a little bit hazy. <laughs> a little bit like a hoe. Yeah. And he's very high. I'd be a lot like a hoe, I think. Harry's, yeah, a lot like Especially a hoe. Especially with Chell. Yeah. So, I just want to do a shout out to my favorite brewery, High Ho Brewery in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Um, the High Hazy Ho is my favorite beer there. This is a 7.1% hazy IPA. It says it's juicy, dank, and full of complex flavor, bounced with fruity aroma. It's dank? Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> that's that's all the description. What? Is it fruity? Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> can, I, can I try it? No. <laughs> I did bring uh, yeah, it up I for did, everybody. I want to so try it. I want to try it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. It's so dank. <laughs> Dan, you want to try it? Yeah, I want to try it. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. I don't taste the fruit, That's though. the dankest beer I've ever had. It's dank. Super dank. Does anybody know what dank means? All right. Shout, so out, shout out to Google. Shout Google's to Google. amazing. Google sponsors. Okay, so it's an adjective. It says disagreeably damp, musty, and typically cold, which makes no sense. Okay, damp and that's, musty. That's Ew. the actual definition oh, of the wait, word dank. Says, Go to Urban Dictionary. Slang for. Oh, my God. Like, I don't want my beer to taste like Unpleasantly moist or humid, damp. Wait. No, okay. that is the actual <laughs> definition of dank. I think they just want your beer to taste like a musty old So basin. slang of marijuana, excellent, high quality. So right. Okay. We're describing a beer as dank. Dank for beer meaning. <laughs> <laughs> Very hoppy, cloudy IPAs are dank, which seems to be both a reference to their generally high alcohol content and their funky green resin- re- residue. Residue? Nope. <laughs> resin. R-E-S-I-N-O-U-S. Resinous, right? Resinous? Flavors. Resonance? Re- nope, not Renaissance. Renaissance <laughs> flavors. All right. Okay. Speaking Boston. of IPAs, I'm drinking the Brewdog Punk IPA. It's a postmodern classic, is what it says on the can. It's their flagship IPA. Brewdog's really cool. Uh, they are only brewing in two locations worldwide. Their flagship in Scotland, and then they also have a second one here in Columbus, Ohio, with a really great campus and a hotel where they have they, where they allow you to bring dogs. They also have a tap in the room if you stay at the hotel. I've never stayed in the hotel. Do they really? Because I live here, but yes, it's very cool. <gasps> That's so cool. So, uh, shout out to Brewdog. That's uh, definitely an excellent IP. Danny. I am also drinking Brewdog. I'm drinking the Hazy Jane. She's pretty dank. She's pretty hoppy. Is she, in, is she in the babe house? Mm, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think she's in the babe house. No, she's lazy. She doesn't know. I don't she's, think uh, so. she's hazy, though. She's hazy. Mm. All right. And she's Jane. 
She's plain old hazy Jane. Jane. She's she's high proof, which is nice. Yeah. Okay. Seven point two percent. That's what I'm talking. About. Michelle, what percentage is yours? Um, the a hundred. Oh yeah. Five, five point. It's only five point six, but it's still tasty. Oh, it's weird okay. for an iPhone. Five. Anything over five is what I go for. Yeah. If it's you know four point nine. Nobody wants to drink that. No one wants to drink that shit. That's garbage. It's a garbage beer. I thought you were going to say, that's fine. And I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's not fine. (laughs) Okay. While we get sloppy, let's play Amortentia, Rick Decembra, Jinx. Amortentia. Rick Decembra. Jinx. I have chosen the magical moms of the wizardly world. We got Molly Weasley, Narcissa Malfoy, and Lily Potter. I want to jinx Narcissa. Because, you know, she's Malfoy's mom and part of the, the dark arts. Mm-hmm. Although she hasn't, she was the one that said um, Harry was dead when she knew that Harry wasn't dead. So I think she has a little bit of a nice streak yeah, in she her. She did, but like, still. run away from Baldy. Yeah, and she was just being a mom, but still, you know, she's married to Lucius and so jinxing her. I'm going to Rictum Simbra. Is that the, the sex one? Rictum Simbra. Yeah, that's the sex, yes, that's the sex one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do that one to Lily, because she seems real fun. Okay, good, good. good. <laughs> and then Amortentia Molly, because I just, I love her, and I want her to love me, so I'm just going to give her the love potion. So just want to point out that our um, significant others are downstairs playing uh, some sort of game. Mario Kart. So if for some reason you hear a loud... Whoa! Or something that's them yelling. It is my husband Jim primarily who you're going to hear because he is the he is the loudest. Just want to throw that out there, All just right. in case it's hard for you to edit, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I am honestly gonna pick the same as Manda. I'll jink Narcissa because she's a suck up bitch. You said you're gonna jink her. I'm a jinker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a jinker, and then I'm gonna write some for Lily because she's a redhead. Mm. So, thought you're into redheads. Gonna get into bed with that. I'm into a lot. Of, <laughs> I'm into a lot of heads. So. <laughs> and then I'm watching Molly because she's um, a sweetheart, a sweetheart, a badass sweetheart. She's oh, like yeah. great mom. Not my daughter. She's got a bitch. lot of love in her heart, but she also knows how to handle those Weasley boys. Yeah. Uh, she is a woman after my own heart. So if I had to marry one of them, if I had to spend my life with one of them, I would be Molly. Okay, yeah. well, I actually had a different, so slightly. Ooh, nice. Well, I mean, there's only three, so. How different can it really get? <laughs> uh, so I would jinx Narcissa, but mainly because of her terrible hairstyle. Oh, mm. yeah, it's terrible. Bad. She looks What's like she a skunk. Thinking? Why is she going out in public? Like, oh. It's awful. Arctic Sempra with Molly, because she and Arthur really must have some kind of fantastic sex, you know, since she brought seven kids into the world. Oh, nice point. I like that. And Emma obviously to Lily, guys, has we've seen what her love can do, and it basically conquers all, and I want that for myself. I changed my mind. I agree with Danny. Oh. So I've I've lost this game now. Because there's, there's no, there, we've decided if you match with someone, you, you win the game. Yeah, somehow. I don't know. Oh yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to go back to your point about Molly. Yeah, not only is it clear that they are freaky in the sack because they have all these kids, but like, they're really poor, and so they can't afford these kids if they kept having them. Maybe they and couldn't I don't, afford birth control. They either couldn't afford birth control, <laughs> or like it was so good that like even if she'd forgotten to take a pill, she was like, well, fuck it. And yeah, then they, you, exactly you know what, what I mean? I'm thinking, like, like, yeah. Even if they were accidents, mm-hmm. like, they did it so often. Right. That was an accident. They made all those kids. Yeah, most so people like, only have a couple of accidents, but... 
Like, you know. They had a lot. They had a lot of acts. Yeah. I think every Sad single I think everybody, including Bill. All of them was probably. No, you would have <laughs> Maybe Ginny. Ginny's probably the only one that wasn't an ex. I feel like Bill probably was the only one. They, you would well, think Ginny that they would had have them. The first one was they wanted the first one. Right? Uh, They're probably really young. I think so they're really the young. The second one was probably. Maybe Charlie wasn't an accident. It's, yeah. Who's older? Bill or Charlie? Bill. 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 It's Bill or Charlie than the... Bill, Charlie, sure? Percy, Percy. Oh, I forgot about Percy. Percy the, was the definitely twi- an accident. Who would want Percy? Yeah. <laughs> Am I sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Wait, are we sure on this one? Yeah, I, I am 100% Charlie, positive. I'm pretty sure Charlie and You need to buy Tom's. me a beer at the bar tonight if Got it. you fucking wanna, Google this. You make, okay, so you think yeah. that Bill is older. I think Charlie's older. Yeah, okay. 100%. And I think God, I can't wait the for youngest, guys. I Great. The I can't youngest. wait for you to buy me a beer tonight because you're so wrong. Weasley Brothers and Porter. All right. Who's the oldest Weasley brother? What? Uh, mm, nah. Nuh-uh. She's already seen it three times and she keeps searching. That's why it's taking so long. Every link she clicks, it says Bill, and she's like, no. And then she tries another one. Wait, it's actually William Weasley. William, oh, William wait, Weasley. that's why I was confused because it said William. I was like, who's William? <laughs> it's Bill. All right, I owe you a beer. That's Yay. okay. <laughs> you win. I win. You win that round. I won that round of who's the oldest Weasley brother? Of Harry Potter. You know, that is actually a good trivia question. It is. It's an easy trivia question. Shut up, Michelle. <laughs> some of us, it's not so easy for some of us. All right, well, it's time to sort. But first, I do want to slither in. Slither in! With another beer already? <laughs> no, not with another beer already. With a real quick surprise, eerie theory. Ooh, oh. noise. You're not going mad. You're just as sane as I am. What if what friend George told Ron was true, that first years legit had to do some kind of painful test instead of having the sorting hat on their heads? Okay. What would the painful test be? Getting imperial, or no, getting crucioed. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, to be sorted? Yeah, so like in the first book, Ron is like, I don't know what we have to do, but friend George said it's some kind of painful test. So do you think it's like how you react to the painful test is how you get sorted? Yeah. Yeah. So how you react to the crucio is how you get sorted. No, everybody reacts to crucio the same. (laughs) You convulse. Yeah, I think you scream. So crucio, not a good answer, Amanda. Just X that I mean, it's really dark. Yeah. Because it's an unforgivable curse. I know, I don't know how I'm not a Slytherin. 11 year olds. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know. Running a mile. <laughs> so painful for and you. So then, how? Okay. Let's. So let's say it's running a mile. How do we sort? So like, you don't even finish okay, the well, mile. Okay. Well, the Hufflepuffs. You don't even don't. finish the mile, Hufflepuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you finish it because you work really hard, but it mm-hmm. takes you a lot longer. Okay. So okay. So this is Slytherin. You finish it, but somebody finishes it before you. Oh no! You finish first. You find a shortcut. No. no, I feel like that's Gryffindor. <laughs> no, no, Slytherins no. are ambitious enough to just do the task. So they, mm. so Slytherin, I feel like they're you, resourceful. When the you win, you get there first, and then you gloat about it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's Slytherin. Gryffindor. You take off from the finish line as fast as you can go, and you like kind of tail off yeah. at the end. That's literally me. <laughs> yeah. That's literally me. That's what I would do. So yeah, that's good. Ravenclaw. And then Ravenclaws find a shortcut. They would know. They know the yes. pace. They, they know the they right pace. The or pace. find a shortcut because. Yeah. They're smart and clever mm-hmm. to do that. I just think Slytherins want the power of being first, so yeah, they would just go the fastest and win. Okay. And, and then yeah. gloat about it. And Gryffindor would try real hard at the beginning, and they would suck at the end. Yeah. They'd yeah. probably come in, like, third. Yeah. Hufflepuff. Oh, yeah, do we want to place it? So it's like... <laughs> Hufflepuff's <it's> fourth. Slytherin. <laughs> wait, are we want, who wins Slytherin, Slytherin or Ravenclaw? Slytherin. Slytherin. So Slytherin Ravenclaw. first, Ravenclaw second, Gryffindor third, Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff fourth. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. <laughs> so they send, them, but they send them off in groups of four, and then whoever... 
Yeah. Whoever plays Invincible. Yeah. <laughs> if you would have been Gryffindor in another one, you actually, <laughs> you actually end up being like Slytherin or something. Or yes. I mean, Hufflepuff. I think that's lost. what it is. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> or just like everybody goes at once. Like during gym class, didn't we all have to run with our whole class? Yeah. yeah. So I think maybe they would just do that. Yeah, I remember I got the nine minute mile. I did mine in nine minutes. Which actually I did mine in like 12. Right, I say I learned in mine. Nine minutes isn't that bad. My very first mile now, was the one I can remember, and it was horrible, and it was like 12 minutes. Now I run a mile in like 12 to 13 minutes, so. Okay, I derailed this Hogwarts Express long enough. I loved it then. Uh, so let's sort. When I call your name, you will come forth. I shall place a sorting hat on your head, and you will be sorted into your houses. Amanda, you're up first. All right. So I'm up first, I'm sorting Draco. And yes, that is right. I'm putting him into the babe house because, <laughs> you know, just deep down, he's a really great guy. He's a great guy deep down. <laughs> a great guy is going to the babe house. Okay, but in all seriousness, he shows loyalty to Harry when he doesn't tell Bellatrix or the Caros that it was Harry who they actually caught, or that may be him just being a coward. Not really sure. No, Either way, pop up on the He's super hardworking. I mean, he demands Crab and Goyle to do all of his work for him, so he clearly values hard work. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he works very hard to make those Potter Sinks badges in the goblet as well. He made those? Yeah. He oh. ordered them. <laughs> he paid money for them. Or his dad made his them. Da- his dad made them. <laughs> Dobby made them. That's who it was. No, that was Dobby with them. He was free at that point. He was free at that point. Some other unfortunate household <laughs> made those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then he shows a lot of dedication to killing Dumbledore. It literally actually almost worked, so that's actually a good one. And so, well, mm. it wasn't because Dumbledore was going to let it happen. Well, oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I need to reread these books. <laughs> but really, I put him in Hufflepuff because he's just deep down a great guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you put him in Hufflepuff to make me angry. <laughs> that was your sole objective. And he succeeded. <laughs> you guys can have him. He's legitimately not loyal to Anyone. Oh yeah, no, not right. even his two best friends. Maybe slightly his parents. Slightly. Yeah, maybe. His mom, maybe. His mom. I, I think his, like mom his mom, not his dad. dad. Yeah. 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 It's really hard to put him in another house besides Slytherin because he is so. He Slytherin, really is right? like yeah. he's so. Because he's not that smart and he, or clever oh. or wise. Or I don't creative. know. I, I thought about putting him. in He might be a little but... creative because like the Potter stinks badges are like, but it's not creative to just say Potter stinks. Like come up with something funny. I know it's right. The right? Thing of the and so. then Gryffindor obviously is a little fucking weasel. So I don't even <laughs> know where. Or a ferret. Or a ferret. So I don't even know where I would put him otherwise. So I, uh, I'll, I'll accept. Ferret. I'll accept him. Into Babe House, but I feel babe, like it though. degrades Babe House a little bit to have him in Babe Can House. Can we talk a little bit about Tom Felton, though? Because he's the best. He really oh, is. Yeah, he loves awesome. He loves Harry Potter. Mm. He, like, wears Slytherin stuff all the time. Like the other, But he's a Gryffindor. The other, yeah, but he he's supports well, his Slytherin house because of the books. So he'll wear, like, scarves and stuff all the time because everyone loves it when he wears the Slytherin oh, stuff. Yeah. And I, just, I think it's so fun. He's actually, he's really cute. And him and Hermione had, like, a little romance. You mean Emma? Why would you say that? Tom, Tom, Tom and Emma? Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm like, bite your fucking tongue. <laughs> Tom and Emma. Sorry. Had, like, a romance. They're still best friends, too. Okay, it's my turn. I have Tonks, and I'm super tempted to keep Tonks and Hufflepuff because, like Newt, she's one of the best. You Hufflepuff can't do that every single time. But <laughs> I gave I'll you deal. deal I'll deal with losing her, and I'll send her to Gryffindor. Yes, <laughs> because one, she's super brave, falling in love with a guy that's like super old, and a werewolf, <laughs> and, and a, a werewolf, werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also a werewolf. Do you think he gets bitey in bed? Ooh, I. 
I'm sure of it. One hundred percent. Or does he but, hold you know, back because he doesn't want to? He doesn't want to be. Oh, like he doesn't want to get too crazy. Yeah. Oh my God! So like maybe he wants her to be bitey. Oh, maybe he likes to be bitten. Yeah, because he Probably. likes to go back to being a child and being bitten and becoming a werewolf. Yeah, yeah but who was that? Was that Benyon? <laughs> yeah. Did he get bit by Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know, old guy, werewolf, the heart wants what the heart wants, so, you know, get a girl, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, get a girl. <laughs> mainly she's going to Gryffindor because she's reckless. Like, she wrecks a lot of stuff with her clumsiness. <laughs> so true. She's wreckful. <laughs> Seriously, she breaks stuff all the time. How she sneaks around as an order is hard to comprehend. And when she was a student at Hogwarts, she used her super cool Morphomagus ability to break the rules all the time, including changing into teachers, and she spent a lot of time in detention. And I'm assuming she was just hanging out with all the Gryffindors because they're always in detention, I assume. Yeah, look at Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Literally detention every freaking week, I think. I mean, Harry, at least. But, I mean, obviously Tonks still belongs in <laughs> Thanks for reiterating. Deep, deep uh, down, <laughs> deep down, she's a true Hufflepuff. Deep down, uh, she's a great guy. I agree with Gryffindor. I agree with Gryffindor too. Yeah, I put her in Gryffindor because I think that she's very brave or stupid. But reckless is actually the best word for this. For going to help fight, even though she had a newborn baby. Like, why did both parents go and fight? Like, so I want to ask you, what would you do in that situation with Leo? You would have Adam go fight, and you would stay. Yeah, probably. Or you would go fight. But and Adam just would stay, so he wouldn't go fight. Well, well, then you yeah. would fight, and then Adam would stay. Somebody but would either stay. way, yeah. somebody would say it, right? So she was just like, I'm just going to go with my husband, and I'm going to fight. It's very reckless, and it obviously didn't work out for her. I mean, I don't know what I would do Teddy. in that situation. I would probably try to help five lines. Mm-hmm. Right, but you wouldn't be as reckless as going out. And yeah, but I also wouldn't be an horror. Yeah, I know, and she did have her career to think about, too, and that was her job, but... I don't yeah. think it was motivated by career, though. I don't think she was sitting there like, if I stay out of this fight, I'm never going to be head or or something like well, that. No, no, but I, she felt obligated to. She probably did yeah. feel an obligation. And I think a lot of it was motivated by just wanting to know where um, Lupin was at. Oh, that's, that's true. And if She just didn't want to sit at home. I think she just felt too anxious sitting at home and not knowing what was going on, and that was the main motivator for her to go right. out there. It was there. just bad timing for her to get pregnant and have Teddy. And the- yeah, it was not good timing for them to have a baby. It really wasn't. <laughs> Speaking of, I am sorting Lupin next. Oh, yeah. Oh, how funny. Did you say Lupin? Lupin. <laughs> Lupin? Lupin. Re- Remos Lupin. <laughs> and I'm putting him into Slytherin. And the reason I'm doing that is because he tried to leave his wife and his, his pregnant wife at the time to seek glory with Harry and his homies out in the field, <laughs> trying to like be like, I'm going to be, it's going to be the golden quattro, and we're going to go out, and we're going to defeat Voldemort, and I'm going to be there. And Harry had to be like, hey, man, go home to your wife. She's awesome. She's Tonks. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, you know? So, I mean, like, it's double dick, because it's like leaving his wife. His wife is Tonks. Yeah. These are both awful things. So, Slytherin for sure. Plus he's a werewolf. Plus he's a werewolf. <laughs> Plus he bites in bed. <laughs> Do we no. know that though? You don't. Head cannon. But it's head cannon. <laughs> it's head cannon if you know it. Right. I agree with Slytherin. I put, well, I literally think Slytherin because he's a werewolf, so. You know what? I, uh, yeah, Slytherin because, you know what? He feeds chocolate to children. What a monster. And doesn't think about <laughs> the calories that are eating. <laughs> You know what, sometimes... Childhood I, obesity is an epidemic. What a good reason. Sometimes when I'm feeling bad, I think of Lupin saying, eat some chocolate, you'll feel better, and then I eat more chocolate. So, 
I think of that too. It's pretty slithery. It's a scheme. To, oh, it's a, definitely it's a scheme. A, it's it's a scheme. A, his family owns a massive chocolate factory. Yeah. His, a, his real name is Remus Hershey. <laughs> yeah. He's from Hershey, Pennsylvania. He's from Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and he's just out there trying to get people hooked on chocolate. Oh, Shout man. out to Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm up next. I'm going to start James. I had a hard time with James because I feel like I could put him into any house. For instance, I can put him to Puff because I think he's really loyal to his friends. Um, especially Ramus when he finds out that Ramus is a werewolf. And um, Oh my god, every time. Ramus. You always say Ramus like it's R-A-Y. Ramus. Ramus. Ramus Lupin. It's Ramus. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Ramus? Well, I think I'm saying it right, obviously. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so I'm going to... Ramus. Ramus. I've been saying Ramus my entire life. It's Remus Lupine. <laughs> I'm still going to say Ramus. I'm sorry, I am. <laughs> not changing. I'm, 20, to change. I'm 29 years old. I'm not going to change my ways. <laughs> All right, anyways, back to it. I could put him into Raven Club because he's very clever. He was actually able to become an anime guy, which takes a lot of knowledge to achieve. But ultimately, I'm going to put him to Slytherin because I think the one trait he values the most in his time at Hogwarts was arrogance. He literally would just walk around hexing people for no apparent reason. He also was said to be quite obnoxious, even to the point where Lily didn't even like him in the beginning. And I believe he was a bit schemy, because we love the word scheme, when he was trying to find a place for Ramus to hide during his <laughs> transformations. And he also loves the attention to be on him. There was one sentence that I saw on Wiki, because I had to Wiki him because we don't know that much about James, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that he made it a habit to ruffle up his hair all the time so it looked like he just hopped off a broomstick. Yeah. That's he, th insane. he thought that Lily liked that kind of look. Right. So I think he's just very ambitious, um, cunning, and shows great self-reservation. So I think that's why he should be in Slytherin. I agree. I think that even though Snape is clearly biased, I think that he is at least reliable in narrating that... A younger James, for sure, and probably an older James to a certain extent, one of his main traits was this arrogance and this pride. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a bully. Yeah, he, yeah, was, he was definitely, was bully. definitely a bully. So we all agree on Slytherin. But then, he, he, I mean, he, he was a bully. He grew out of it because of Lily. Yes. He, she, like, made him see his ways. Yeah. yeah. Also, he got a little older. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine being at Hogwarts with all these, like, pre-teens and teenagers? And magic. And puberty. Be the worst. No, thank you. That was funny. Okay, so now I am going to sort Lily, and she's going to go over to Slytherin, too. Okay, guys, she has a tendency to lead people on, for example, James and Snape. She's cool with people falling in love with her, and then either never reciprocating the feelings, or making them wait for seven years due to self-preservation. <laughs> James was a jerk, and she didn't want to be associated with that. And she was really ambitious. She basically left her muggle family to pursue her dreams of being a witch, kind of. Oh, it sounds like somebody else we know. Hermione, sorry. <laughs> I was like, what, one of us? <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I don't think I did that. <laughs> I'm literally in the room with you right now. <laughs> My stupid muggle sister. <laughs> Do you think I was talking about you? <laughs> I really wasn't sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, she also decided to take on the responsibility of scheming against the Dark Lord on her own. You know, you guys know that scheme, right? The one where she sacrificed herself to save Harry and then made her son do all the hard work in defeating Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, that one. And she gets a lot of credit. <laughs> so, you know, Slytherin seems right to me. <laughs> I 
put her under Ravenclaw because she seems very clever. Not a good reason. So I'm going to go. I'm going to back Danielle. Do you have any reasons for why she seems clever? No, I literally have no reasons on Lily. You know, mm-hmm. for Ravenclaw, I was thinking, I mean, she outsmarted Voldemort, though. Yeah, she didn't mean to. I don't think that was her I mean, intention. I don't know. She might have known how much the power of love really was going to go in. I just here. assumed that she didn't and it was by accident. I mean, your whole theory is that she no, did. No, she actually did. Yeah. And that she schemed to be the, the, the hero. Right, but do we know if that's actually But not do true. any work. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I hope that's true. That would be really cool, but I always thought it was an accident. No, I'm pretty that. sure she, because he gave her the option to leave and she didn't. Well, she, he didn't give her the option to because, leave with Harry. Oh, I know. So it's like she didn't want her son to die. But she could have left, and she didn't, and she sacrificed herself, and that's where the love came from, and yeah. she knew it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, okay. okay. I'm not sure she, she knew, knew it, it, but I think she was just being a mom. It's possible. You wouldn't know what that's I mean, like at all to be a mom. <laughs> I mean, if someone came in and they were like, if you step aside and you can leave and I'll shoot Leo, would you just leave? No. So I don't know what <laughs> There's <is>. no way. <laughs> Even if you said, doesn't really matter, I'm going to shoot you, and then I'm going to shoot Leo right after, you're going to yeah. walk away? No. Well, so then... So, she... So, here's what happened, guys. She <laughs> knew sacrificing herself would protect Harry. That's mm-hmm. why she did it, instead of just running away. I mean, if she thought that... No, Voldemort my argument is, like, <laughs> she would have done it regardless, because I'm saying to you... She knew Voldemort was going to kill him after he killed her, but yeah. she, knew, she knew in her... In her... Maternal in her, mind. No, in, in her, her clever brain, mind. That her, her sacrifice would save Harry. Alright, I'm not going to argue that anymore. That's totally fine. I... <laughs> <laughs> Is anybody listening to me? I'm looking around the room. There's no one else right. here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that if this happens with me and Leo, I'm going to sacrifice myself and he's going to live and kill Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> so you're Lily and he's Harry. Because I know that this is how it works. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you know, no, there's a whole sense. story about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a. It's actually a not fiction book. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah, it's yeah, actually an instruction know, yeah. manual All for right. how to defeat oh Voldemort. Okay. That was so funny. All right, well, I'm going to sort Dobby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm going to sort him into Slytherin. I think we're going to sort everybody into Slytherin. <laughs> I'm going to sort him into Slytherin. Here's why. Uh, he refused to just accept his lot in life. He had ambition to be his own elf. Mm-hmm. And he changed up the whole game by first pestering the fuck out of our boy HP. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he manipulated the weak and emotional Hermione into setting up spew and you know championing elf else rights on his behalf. And he even convinced that blockhead run in the end because he was like, "Oh, we gotta go. Who's thinking about the elves in the Battle of Hogwarts, right?" And this all worked, motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> And sure, he died. Spoilers. So he didn't actually get to really be a free. You're elf supposed for very to say long. spoiler before you say he died. <laughs> what? Like, he died, no, spoiler. She didn't say spoiler alert. She was just saying it was a spoiler. <laughs> he died, spoiler alert. Uh, which wasn't ideal. That wasn't part of the plan. But still, his legacy lives on. Cheers, Dobby, you're a schemey bitch. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, me, you schemey bitch. <laughs> R.I.P., Dobby. All right, so yes, I... Actually, you know what? I disagree with Michelle. <laughs> schemey bitch. Yeah, super schemey. <laughs> and you ruined that cake. Which we could never be in Hufflepuff for ruining a cake. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Right. Okay, so I have that he is in Slytherin because he tries to keep Harry away from Hogwarts and he steals all the letters for Brad and Hermione during summer. 
Yeah, that was Mine's a scheme. Mine's like not as like, funny, but, that was you know, just, That was a scheme to, I know he's a to keep your Mr. Harry Potter safe for whatever. <laughs> he's a schemey bitch. I'm 100% on board for this. <laughs> on to Hagrid. Do you know his first name? Rubius. Oh, you, it's Rabius. <laughs> Shut up. Rubius. It's definitely Rubius. Yeah, it's oh my god. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to sort Hagrid into Ravenclaw. I believe Hagrid's... Bold. It's bold <laughs> He's very smart. It was very smart of him to think he could possibly house a full-on dragon in his hut. Please leave <laughs> Two, he constantly is telling people things that he shouldn't be saying. I should not have told you that. So at least at the end, at least at the end, he's smart enough to know that he shouldn't have said whatever it was he said. He also thinks it's a good idea to introduce a third-year student to a very dangerous creature and then just plops Harry on Buckbeak to go for a ride. <laughs> Clearly very smart of him to do. Um, but It works. <laughs> <laughs> but in all serious, I think that Hagrid has a lot of wisdom and knowledge up in his brain. He has been the groundskeeper at Hogwarts for a very long time and is very close friend to Dumbledore. So I just think he has a lot of knowledge and um, he just doesn't use his knowledge in a very practical way. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have a lot of it. So mm -hmm. Ravenclaw for my boy Haggy Hag. <laughs> Haggy boy. Haggy, Haggy, Haggy boy. boy. Boy? Boy. <laughs> Reminds me of Jim. Shout out to Jim. Shout out to He's Jim and Haggy Boy. Haggy Boy. <laughs> okay, Ravenclaw's great, but seriously, thank you. Why isn't Hagrid in Hufflepuff? Is he in Why? Gryffindor? Yeah, he's a Gryffindor. Okay. Is he? Yeah. Okay. No, wait a minute. He's a Gryffindor. You want a better beer? Shut up. Fine. You want a better beer? I, I think bet he's that he is a Gryffindor. God, man, it's going to be buying us so many beers today. He's in Gryffindor. God damn it. <laughs> Don't you think he, like, embodies He should Hufflepuff? be a Hufflepuff. Wait, okay, so maybe, so what is the, what's the one trait that he values the most? Loyalty, right? I mean, he is. Is he brave? He is brave. He's like, to your point, I'm going to bring a dinosaur into my hat. Or dinosaur. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's Leo. <laughs> A dragon. He's gonna bring a dragon into his tut, right? His yeah, tiny and he hut. went out and he tried that's to get not all the. Brave. That's just reckless. Yeah, it's two sides of the same coin. No, true. But I mean, he is also as loyal. He's so loyal to the school that chucked him out that he still fucking works there, even though he never graduated. That's Hufflepuff, though. Yeah, loyal. I do think Hufflepuff makes a lot of sense for him. Yeah. Uh, maybe he was. Uh, maybe he was a hot star. He was um, sort of too soon. Because I really think soon. he. I really feel like he should be Hufflepuff. Like, yeah, he likes for real, like, we joke around on this podcast. <laughs> some, I don't know if, you guys, if our listeners can tell. Sometimes we pick a, a hilarious house that couldn't possibly be their house and try and justify it. But for real, we He's think hey, for real, we think he might be helpful. <laughs> okay, wait, I'm going to have to slither in with another drink. Here. Yeah, me too. Oh, you guys want to slither in? Slither in! So right, on this segment of slither in, we are all actually doing this right now. We're opening our beers. Everybody open their beers because it's so ready, fun. Ready, ready, and go! <laughs> It's in sync. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm slipping. <laughs> Michelle and I are drinking Elvis juice. Oh, freaking From where? From, from Brewdog. <laughs> this is a grapefruit-infused IPA with natural citrus flavors. No dank, this sim. I actually have a better beer for Elvis juice. Oh, nice. 
So you want to hear it? Yeah. This one's not dank, though? Mm-mm. Okay. Not Wait. dank. So, no, because it's only, ooh, it's so good. It's only 6.5%, so apparently it's not on the dankness level of the 7%. <laughs> Elvis juice is the better beer of choice for all those muggle-born witches and wizards at the Yule Ball listening to the Weird Sisters, which are great, but all they really want to hear is some Elvis Presley. Yes. Because this, this takes place in the 90s, so <laughs> clearly those kids were like, where's Elvis? <laughs> hey, we knew Elvis growing up. Yeah, but I wasn't like at my school dance like, play Elvis. I was at my school dance like, you know, play in sync. I am slithering in with the champagne of beers, Miller Highway, that I stole from Jim. Shout out to Jim. Jim has a lot of shout outs this episode. And shout out again to BrewDog who are sponsoring this episode. They don't know it, but they are. Cheers. 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 Cheers to BrewDog. I am sorting Neville Longbottom, and he's coming over to Hufflepuff. Babe house, because he's a babe. <laughs> sure, he's brave, but he's super loyal. He's loyal to the trio and that dumb toad Trevor and plants. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a natural when it comes to being a wizard? No. Seriously, he's not great. But like a true Hufflepuff, he works hard, falls down, gets up again, falls down, gets up again, repeats that a couple more times. Falls and down. Trumba Wumba style. <laughs> Eventually, he excels. Mm-hmm. Plus, That's the end of that song. Plus, <laughs> fall down, I get up again, and then I excel. <laughs> exactly. And then I will always excel. Plus, he's just a little sweetie goody two-shoes who speaks up against wrongdoers, i.e. the trio when they sneak out of bed, and, <laughs> and, and, mm-hmm. he glowed up into an obvious member of the babe house. Oh, yeah. He's definitely in the babe house. He's definitely in the house, babe. Gorgeous. Oh, he's fine. Yeah. So he did a good job of growing up. <laughs> yeah. His parents did a great job putting those jeans together in a very surprising way where he looked like he was going to be fugly and he was not. So, and I like a surprise, you know. So Imagine what a little puberty does to you. I know. You didn't like puberty, but puberty... I don't like puberty can create like 600 kids. And what's his name? I never remember, but I know Danny stocks him, so you know his name. Michael Matthew. Lewis. Oh, Matthew Lewis. <laughs> It's Matthew Lewis. It's Matthew Lewis. Shout out to Matthew Lewis. You belong to Babe House. I don't know where I would necessarily sort him, although I do want to take him into my house. So Babe House makes sense. But I want to say this funny thing that I I saw online, which is like somebody basically arguing against prophecies being a cool thing in fantasy stories. They're like, prophecies are really dumb. Like, think about the prophecy in Harry Potter of like, what if Lily Potter had decided to abort Harry and he was never born? Who would have killed Voldemort? And then, like, somebody answers and goes, like, never Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought you were going to, along those same lines, the guy who plays Frank Longbottom, mm-hmm. um, he saw something like that, too, that was like, what if Harry had died or something? And his response on Twitter was, I would have been in more of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I really, so this I segment really, of our significant elders are doing something now. Like, I went out actually. there and I said, can you please keep it down? And he said, oh, absolutely, of course. And wasn't even, like, annoyed. He, and that's because he I knew he was wasn't going to even try. Yeah, that was Jim. Oh, okay. I didn't, I, what, is Justin Neville? No. I thought Adam. Anyway, no. but no, I think Hufflepuff makes sense for Neville because he's um, he is loyal to that dumb toad in plants. <laughs> dumb toad. I really think is Neville almost a hat stall? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, it's like Hufflepuff, right? Yeah, I think it was between Hufflepuff and and Gryffindor. It's obviously a true Gryffindor because you know the sort of Gryffindor came to him, but whatever. Oh yeah, he's definitely. I mean, he values, I think, bravery the most. He's very brave in the life. It took him a while to get there, Mm -hmm. but 
his heart was his heart was always like that. He needed that remember all yeah. to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like the cup of Hufflepuff boys comes to true Hufflepuffs? Oh, I've always wondered this. <laughs> I hope so because bout of alcohol. And That's I what I'm saying. Like right? I put my head under it instead of like if I'm really in need of a cup to put beer in, well, I well, and I put the story in my head. Well, the cup of Hufflepuff like <laughs> uh, just take it down and be like, oh, thank God, and then I can drink my beer. Oh my God. Yeah. That seems like the, in the spirit of our house. It hasn't happened to me yet. But I've also, I don't know, I'm, I'm assuming so because they're God. so close to him and Justin from winning. So I've been in that situation a couple of times where I've had to put my head under a spout for my drink. And I've been okay with that. I've never even thought to think out to Helga to give me a cup. Right. So, I mean, that's on me next time. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you're gonna shout out. To but it's it is a good way. question. Like, do the other like who's gonna what are you gonna use a diadem for? Right. For Ravenclaw. Well, I mean, well, it gives you wisdom, I think. So if you put mm. on the necklace, it gives you wisdom. It's a Wait. it's a tiara. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna Google this and bet me a beer if it's a tiara and necklace? <laughs> no, literally, I've always thought that it was a necklace, and I know it's a tiara because I, <laughs> I still can't get it's over the fact that it's a tiara. It's like it's because of that locket. Yeah, the locket. Oh, what, yeah. what's the locket? That Slytherin thing. Uh, I oh. think it's just jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is the it's locket? Like it's just the locket is who's basically locket? like saying like, "Hey, we're pure blood" or whatever. Yeah, so. but who did it belong to? Oh, the um, Gaunts. Oh, no, that was wait. a ring. That, uh, yeah, yeah, that was the ring. <laughs> I think they had the locket too. No, he was a Gaunt and a Slytherin. They aren't. Okay, I'm up next, and I am sorting good old Grenforge. <laughs> And you guys know, of course, they are getting sorted into Babe House. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> God not, damn it. Not only are they fine as hell, you get double the trouble. So how could I not want to take them in <laughs> into what? to my house? <laughs> all right. So you can tell that these two have their priorities in order, mm, uh, as all do. Hufflepuffs do. So number one. Yeah, if they want cookies. <laughs> Sorry. Number one. Jokes on jokes on jokes. Most important thing in life is to cheer up your loved ones and make them laugh, right? Yes. Okay. Laughter. Is the best laughter medicine. is the best medicine. <laughs> Some might say medicine is the best medicine. But laughter. <laughs> I think it's laughter. Okay, number two, smashing beers. Uh, anytime there's a Gryffindor common room party, these are the dudes that are sending everybody up with the booze. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then number three, food. They know how to get into the kitchens, and they're probably the only people in history not in Hufflepuff to figure that out. So Dumbledore's right. We sort too young. Get my boys out of Gryffindor into their true colors, black and yellow, black and yellow. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't even start with me on that song. Jesus. Lord. We do not like the Pittsburgh we Steelers. Do not, we do we not. We acknowledge We them. don't acknowledge the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I do enjoy that song from the perspective of Hufflepuffs, and I only like the part where they repeat black and yellow and the rest of it is shit. So, Gretchen Forge, Hufflepuff. Thoughts? Yes. Definitely the babe house. I'll take them into my house as well. If you can marry one, <laughs> no, and I can marry the other. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. Yes, I'm very into that. And we are already married, so apparently we're both willing to divorce our husbands <laughs> for Fred and George Weasley. Go to Utah. I think that Adam would be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I put, in, I put them into Ravenclaw because they're clever. They are extremely clever. With all the pranks and jokes, so yeah. I just felt like they should be in Ravenclaw. But if you guys want them in your house, that's fine. Actually, we should just keep them in Gryffindor because... For once, I just wanted to keep somebody in my own house. You have so many people in your house. So Shut yeah. up. It 
is time for that segment where we don't have a name for it, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> and this is where we try to mash up the the media that we are discussing with Harry Potter. And yeah, so case, right now we're mashing up Harry Potter jokes with Harry Potter jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it! <laughs> so, I have some pickup lines I found for you guys. Ooh, okay. Here we go. Want to make some magic together? My wand is at the ready. Oh my god. <laughs> Sounds like not for it. <laughs> nah. That wouldn't get you in bed? No. <laughs> what about this one? My name may not be Luna, but I sure know how to love good. That's a good one. I like that That's one. Good. Okay, this one's really good. Okay. One night with me and they'll be calling you Moaning Myrtle. Oh. <laughs> they'll be calling me Screaming Myrtle if I'm with friend George. <laughs> but they won't do that together. It's incest. Well, I don't care if they do incest. I just don't want to do incest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Ship Ship Hooray. Ship. Hooray! Ship. Ship. Hooray! Which is our segment when we discuss a ship in the wizardly world. <laughs> and uh, we and we talk about it. No, it's it's better than it sounds. <laughs> All right. All right. So I was going to go really boring here and make you guys talk about my OTP, which is Ron and Hermione. But mm. I don't want to do that because I know Manda will piss me off. <laughs> So instead, we're going to go with Wait, a classic. Why would I piss you off? You know why you'd piss me off. Because <laughs> you would be like, I think Ron's a dickhead or whatever. And I have to fucking listen to it. I would say. Yeah. I so will not, say, I've always shipped Ron, our Harry and Hermione. Disgusting. Always, always, no, this is always. why we're not talking about that. So instead, oh we're talking God. about a classic pairing, Lily and Snape. Oh, okay. Hmm. <laughs> There are a lot of people out there who are obsessed with this. They're either obsessed with them as a couple or they're obsessed with the idea of Snape literally spending his whole life pining for one woman who's been dead for most of that life, but mm. whatever. Uh, and, like, will get, like, always tattoos and things like that. So wanted to get your guys' thoughts on, like, is it sweet? Is it creepy? Is it somewhere on the line in between? Was it sweet, but, like, the amount of time he's taken to obsess over it is, like, just move on? Like, well, okay, so I definitely think that he should be... He should have moved on. Like, oh, yeah. Once, once Lily decided to be with James, and like it was like not going to happen for Snape. Like well, that's when you when need she... to move on for your own even sanity mm-hmm. too. Or at least even when she died. Well, okay. So I was thinking, and then then she dies, and then it's like, all right, Snape. Now it's just like obsessive. Right. <laughs> it's like a little crazy that you're treating. I, I just never understood Snape. I, I like Snape as a character. I think he's a really good character. I just don't like him. I honestly believe <laughs> that Sever Snape died a virgin. Oh, I wonder. Because I think he was so obsessed with Lily, I don't think he ever had a relationship with a woman. (laughs) Did you say shit? Yeah, oh shit. He's like, oh my god, that would suck. (laughs) Like, I I thought about it. Oh, I think that's so true. I it's do. just sad, yeah, really. And I mean, sad. it's like, I'm not saying that you stop loving someone just because they get with somebody else. I'm not saying that you stop loving... I'm definitely not saying you stop loving someone because they die. Obviously, you <laughs> no. always have love for someone you right, love, but like, on. you have to have your own life, bud. What always got right. me is that he yeah. treated Harry so bad. Now this is just going to get into Snape and not actually the ship. <laughs> but he treated Harry so bad just because he reminded him of James. But really, it's still Lily's son. Why are you treating him so bad? He treated him terrible in the books. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. in the books, is like, crazy amount more terrible than how he treated him in the movies. Like right. The and I mean, like, that Dumbledore says that Harry's true nature is more like his mother's. And Snape, you know, like, just refused to believe that. And I think that is true that, like, we talked about James. He was kind of an arrogant prick. And Harry, you yeah. know, has his flaws. But being an arrogant prick is not one of them. Hmm. He actually is a very sweet person. 
despite his awful upbringing, right? Right. So, like, Snape refused to see how much Harry really was more like Lily just because he looked like James. Right. And I also think it was almost like a revenge thing, like, oh, this is the spawn of the two people I didn't want to be together, I wanted to be with Lily. So it was like, he didn't think of it as Lily's son, he thought of it as the son, like, I could have had with her, and it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So in different circumstances, I think Lily could have ended up with Snape. Mm -hmm. Just because one of her main... Like, he apologized to her about calling her her filthy mudblood. And we don't say say that word on this podcast. (laughs) We say fuck, but we don't say that word. Filthy MB. MB. And they were best friends, and best friends can become... Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And... The issue... I, I think, think she, that those actually come I from think the... She, those are the best relationships if they're for good sure. friends beforehand. Yeah. yeah. So she was hesitant to even continue a friendship with him because he was going to be a Death Eater. Yeah, he was so into the so dark he arts. he had just realized that and yeah, stopped... Yeah, it could have been actually been a thing. It was so close to actually being a thing, but because of the path that he wanted to take, she was taking a completely different path. Yeah, opposite. Yeah. yeah. Right, and there's a path she never could have taken because of, it's just not Lily to take that path. Yeah, I mean, a moral of course, compass. She's a muggle-born, so she, they literally would not let her take that path. But even if she had been a quote-unquote pure blood, I think that she, she would still, still would not have done in, that. Yeah. And I also think that, like, after a certain point, like, I just don't know that Snape would have been the best fit for Lily. I think the reason that she and James end up together is because even though James, in his younger days, was an asshole, he challenges her. He pokes her. She's she's kind of, they they have a playful back and forth, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Snape was so, like, just puppy dog in love with her. Like, in love with her, like, almost, like, smothering her. Exactly. And I feel like if he had not, never outgrown that, it would have never been a good adult relationship. Right. And I just think, like, I would be so annoyed by somebody who was, like, that into me so much that they just were, like, whatever whatever I wanted or whatever. Like, that kind of, that kind of thing, I guess. I just don't, I don't really see it unless he kind of, like, was able to see her as a human being with, like, you know, flaws and imperfections and not putting her on the pedestal. Pedestal, yeah, because he had her on a huge pedestal. I just don't understand why her death caused him to switch sides, basically, and, like, before that, he couldn't switch sides. I know, it's like, okay, so he, all of a sudden, like, Voldemort kills Lily, and it's like, okay, well, because he killed Lily, then I'm going to switch sides. It was actually that he said he was going to go kill Lily, but, but... Basically the same thing. Because he switches right before she actually Okay, yeah. But either way, it's like, but okay, Voldemort, or Snape, but you're killing, he's killing everyone else. Right. But only because he's killing the person that you love, now it's time to switch over. Like, I mean, that's disgusting. So obsessed with her. I can kind of see, like, that opens his eyes to the fact that, like, oh, these are real people that are dying and not just, like, Mm -hmm. you know, filthy MBs. But, like, why did he only realize in that moment that, like, there was a possibility that Lily might die as a part of this movement that he's in? Right, right. She's been a muggle-born the whole time he's known. He knows that. Even before they went to Hogwarts, he knew that. Uh-huh. And so he should have realized that she was in danger and, like, fucking not done this way before her life was actually, like, threatened directly by Voldemort. Uh-huh. You know what could have just changed the whole course if he wasn't in Slytherin? I think if he 100%. had been mm-hmm. sorted somewhere else. Okay, so what? And that's what and that's surely and there are surely about fifty fanfics based on that. Oh, I'm there. sure. <laughs> I think Ravenclaw. I think Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw would have been yeah. a, a great house for him. I yeah. agree. I bet he asked the hat to be sorted. How somewhere. would he have known when well, he was that young so about wasn't Slytherin? Wasn't he disappointed that he was? No, he wanted to be in Southern. Yeah, I think he wanted oh. to be in Southern. I do remember that. I know he wanted to be in Southern. You want to bet a beer on it? Or? No. His mom was, His mom was a prince. prince. I do think that 
it's not something that gets touched on directly, but you can see it a lot that there's a lot of family pride and being in the same house. Like every single Weasley oh, yeah. is in Gryffindor and like how likely is it like we, you know, the three of us are real tight. And not even the three of us are in the, all in the same house. Yeah, I'm not, right. I'm not sure if we would have even been sorted in the same house with the Weasleys. I really do think that you guys would have been sorted in Hufflepuff. I would have been sorted in Gryffindor. Right. And there are plenty of examples of siblings not sorted in the same house, but there are a lot of examples of families just generation after generation being in the same house. And I think there's like some kind of family pride in it. That, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That influences the... Like, I think Neville kinda... even. Neville, probably part of the hat spell was that he was saying he wanted to be in Gryffindor right. because both his parents were in Gryffindor. I mean, it's similar to picking colleges. <laughs> like Exactly. Like, oh, we yeah. picked to go to the same one as our family. We have a lot of pride in OU, and Manda decided to go somewhere else like an idiot. For a man. Reckless. <laughs> <laughs> so reckless, guys. <laughs> but I think that sense. Snape, for whatever reason, felt like this was the group that was going to make him feel like he belonged, and he never felt like he belonged even in his own family. So I can understand that, but it's also like, if you really loved Lily that much, why did you even go down this path? Did Lily even try to sway him? We don't know, really. That's a good point. We are on to the next segment called It's Time to Spill That Veritaserum. <laughs> the time has come for answers. Have you brought the Veritaserum? So we don't have any questions, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question because I just think that it's a fun question. Before you ask the question, I just yeah. want to shame our listeners. We have no questions, guys. What are you doing? Yeah, we <laughs> ask you every episode. Send us, send us your fucking questions. Thank you. Kara. Yeah. Ginny. Jane, Jane, are you still listening, bitch? Send me a question. <laughs> the whole Bobcat family, you guys there? So my question is, what is your favorite moment that we've had in our first season? My favorite moment is that Mad Eye Moody lives that I had to do, <laughs> like <laughs> that I couldn't get through. That was from our Christmas story episode. Okay, so this monologue is when they're in the graveyard in Goblet of Fire. So Cedric's already dead, I think, and Voldemort is, you know, chanting at Harry to do shit. So <laughs> here we go. Jesus. Chanting? Chanting. Ranting, I think is what she meant. No, I meant chanting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pick up your Christmas potter. I said, pick it up, get up, get up. You've been taught how to pop, I presume. Yes, first we quack to each other. Come on now, Harry. The BB gun must be observed. Buckbeak wouldn't want you to sled your Santa, would he? I said it drank. That's better. And now, obliviate, motherfucker. <laughs> Add a boy, Harry. Your parents would be sparkly, especially your wet muggle mother. I'm going to kick you, Kamchaka. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> After tonight, no one will ever again question my meatloaf. <laughs> After dawn, if they speak of you, they'll speak only of how you chugged for death. And I, being a merciful shit, obligated. Get up. Don't you turn your back on me, Harry Potter. I want you to look at me when I hustle you. I want to see the light leave your kid. <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally crying. <laughs> That's like the best one we've ever done. That was great. Oh, that was one of my favorite moments. Yeah, and I mean, like, behind the scenes, the read that's actually on the podcast is the second read. Cause the oh, I think, it's like read... the, I think it's the third read, actually. <laughs> because the first read of that, like, Manda could not get through it. We could not get we through were it. We were crying. It was not usable, even though it was funny how much we were laughing. So the second read, make it, maybe it doesn't make it sound like we were as enjoying it as much as we were, but... Oh, my God, it was hilarious. Yeah, it was hilarious. I, t- I think it, we took, like, a half an hour just on that segment uh, yeah. because it was so funny. Obliviate, motherfuckers. <laughs> 
Amazing. And the fact that I made you say motherfucker because you don't like to say it. Yeah. So my favorite is when I sort of Gail Hawthorne. One more time before I start with this next character, I want to remind all of our loyal listeners and first-time listeners that this is not a spoiler-free zone, okay? Here we go. (laughs) Fuck a Gail Hawthorne. (laughs) He's a whiny, petty, dangerously childish idiot. I hate this sister-murdering motherfucker so much, and I am sorting him into the only group where I believe he truly belongs, and that is the Death Eaters, the end. I have no words. I agree. Yeah, Kicking yeah. it off with the iconic fuck a Gail Hawthorne. <laughs> sorting him into Death Eaters. Sorting him to Death Eaters, the end. I think probably my best sorting. I've had some good ones. Oh, you've had the best ones. I do like actually. to really surprise you guys with non-houses sometimes. Yeah, so yeah even one. when you sorted up Dawn from... Yeah, as a squib. Yeah, as a yeah. squib. That was good. <laughs> yeah, so Gail, obviously, from oh, Hunger yeah. Games. That, yeah, that's the Hunger Games So that episode. was probably yeah. my second favorite moment. Well, that was so good. So my favorite moment was actually my parodies from the Frozen episode. I am ready for the Harry Potter Frozen mashups. And you know what, guys? I have two musical parodies. Ooh, Let's do it, girl. Okay. <laughs> First. You go, girl. <laughs> is this one is a parody of let it go and it is called akio 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 i can't get up anymore akio akio i need drinks and snacks galore i'm on my couch and i am here to stay don't let my booze be gone i really want this magic to work today that's <laughs> so good. I wanted to sing along, but I didn't know the words. My yeah. second song is a parody of Do You Want to Build a Snowman? And it okay. is called Do You Want to Build a Voldy? <laughs> Do you want to build a Voldy? All we need is Potter's blood. We can just forget the nose and watch as he grows into a man we're guilty of it gets a little creepy milky nuggety and having to kill old guys do you want to build a voldy i really need to build this voldy or i'll die oh my god that's from peter pettigrew's point of view in goblet of fire you guys were just so surprised that I came up with this. So I was really proud of myself. I know. I remember you doing it, and Michelle and I were like, "Oh, where did you where did you get that? Where you have to like maybe reference it?" And you're yeah. like, "No, I made it up." Yeah, and we're I, like, "Oh I mean, my I, god, I, wait a minute!" Yeah, we have I to like, redo it with you first saying that you did this yourself. Yeah, I didn't so want to be. A, I didn't want. I hope that didn't come off like all dick, where I'm like, I can't believe you wrote. But I no. mean, it was so good. And I mean, I know you're busy being a mom and everything, <laughs> and having a job, and, I, and like, yeah. I can't. I don't think I would have time. The ones I write are like, sh- like you know, my John Ralphio raps are not that good. But these songs oh, seem like, oh yeah, those are really perfect. Those are good. So, yeah. Do you want to build a Voldy? <laughs> <laughs> and you sounded so good too. It was yeah, like the I mean, best it's, you've it's, ever sung. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's helpful that you have a really phone. good voice. Yes. So. Yeah. I have to show off some of my abilities. Yes. Okay, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our season one finale, the Harry Potter episode number two. Don't forget to like, save, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Go ahead and rate us five stars and leave a sweet review. Please follow us on Instagram at sloppy.sorting.hat and Twitter at sloppysorting. Feel free to send us questions and suggestions. Day sloppy! Nitwit, blubber, odd make, tweak! <laughs> <laughs> Is that it?